0: Anything, particularly creative, but kind of anything worthwhile takes some level of sacrifice, Um, which will either be like time, energy, money, (laughs) sometimes Mm. all of them.
1: (laughs) You're listening to For The Record, a conversation about music mixing in the creative industry. Today's guest is Jonathan Ogden. Jonathan is a singer-songwriter, but he's also the frontman of the band Rivers and Robots. In this episode, he talks about his start in graphic design to his transition to full-time musician, and the challenges the transition brought. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having it's me. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> it's good yeah. to be here. Um, two quick questions right off the bat. What is your favorite color, and how did your music get so fire?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite color right now is probably this like forest green that I'm wearing right now. Okay. Um, And then the music, through lots of trial and error. The first songs I made were definitely not fire in any way. (laughs) Yeah. And then just lots of uh, trying stuff, having friends help me out and um, practice, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Do you self-produce all of your music? I do mostly. And then I get other people helping as well. So um, my first two albums I did with my band uh, were like, me in my bedroom with a laptop and a keyboard and that was it. And yeah. then I had our bass player's drummer would help us produce our albums. And then when I went to do more solo stuff, I produced all of that myself. And then now I'm like, I produce maybe like 80, 90% of the song and then I'll send it to somebody else to just like do the finishing touches. And I feel like the, when it gets to the realm of like the final mix and master, that's like gets into too geeky of my realm.
1: Yeah, It's like out of my ballpark. <laughs> Yeah, so that makes sense. I'll let someone else handle that. <laughs> it's it's always good to have multiple ears and multiple eyes on a project, um, kind of yeah, use different people's definitely. creative strengths. That makes sense. How did you get started in doing this? What made you want to be a musician? Um,
0: I think I never originally was going to go into music. I didn't think it was like a real job. Uh, <laughs> still not sure it is, but... Uh, I was applying to do graphic design. That was going to be like the thing I studied through university. And then um, I ended up getting a job for a Christian missions organization. And I was there like in-house graphic designer. So Mm. I worked there nine to five. I was kind of creating a lot of artwork and uh, merch and album covers and that kind of stuff. And then um, music was kind of my evenings and weekends fun project. And then it just kind of... I guess grew out of curiosity from me kind of growing up in church. I'm a pastor's kid helped out in the worship team. Um, and I, I liked to like sing worship songs and do all of that. But then I also was really into just all different styles of music and especially Manchester is a big music city. So you hear a lot of genres and styles here. And mm. I was like, let's just see what it would be like to try some new styles, but like sing worship in that genre. Um, yeah. So it's purely my like fun curiosity project, And then, gradually over years like started to get emails from people who weren't my friends and I didn't know and (laughs) it seemed to be reaching beyond my circle and um yeah it really just picked up to a point where I was like taking all of my holidays to go and travel and do music and then just didn't really have a break for like two years with between that and work. So I had to kind of make a choice and ended up pursuing the music thing. So um yeah, yeah, I feel very blessed to be able to do it. But That was awesome. It was a long journey.
1: yeah and so music is kind of like your full-time thing at this point
0: it is now yeah um i still do little bits of graphic design but mostly like my own cover art and stuff like that and help some friends out now and then but Mm, pretty much music most days yeah
1: what do you find takes like the most of your time is it writing and making Mm. music is it gigging and doing tours is it planning creatively (laughs) i think um or none of those probably the
0: planning creatively kind of side um i don't tour loads i'm i'm my favorite thing is more like the production the writing side of things so Mm. my happy place is just at home with my computer like making music and i probably write i don't know for an album of maybe 10 songs i'd probably write like 30 or more um Mm. so there's a lot of writing that just never reaches the light of day (laughs) um but i enjoy that process of just trying things trying new sounds and new genres out and then I have a big folder in Dropbox that's just called Probably Not. <laughs> I just like <laughs> put all the ideas in there that I'm yeah. probably going to make it. Um, but I spend a lot of time making those kind of things and then some of them end up on an album. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's the main thing.
1: Are you uh, like an independent artist? Are you signed to a label and doing stuff in that sense? Are you doing everything pretty much yourself? Um, yes.
0: I'm fully independent at the moment. So okay. I have worked with a label in the past Um mm-hmm just doing kind of distribution kind of stuff. Um, And I have a friend of mine who lives in London who's got like a kind of indie distribution deal kind of thing that he does. So um, I work with him to kind of like help distribute stuff, but it's not really a label in that sense of the traditional model of labels. But um, yeah, it's pretty much just me in my room and then friends that I just meet online and through Instagram and kind of collaborating with and working with where I can. So it's good fun.
1: That's a, that's a fun gig, especially if you can make that be your primary thing. Working as, in a creative field, is, it's tricky, right? Mm. And it, a lot of times it feels like it's not a real job or all that. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, but the ability to, to say like, I love making this stuff. I love doing this stuff and I don't have to do it on the side. Like this is my job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a real blessing. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it definitely was an adjustment, but it was a good one.
1: You did uh, one album, like f- true full album that I listened to that was like, uh, it was 24, right? Mm, yeah. um, <laughs> that was kind of creatively taking on like the different hours in, in a day. Could you talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that album? Because, I mean, I freaking love that. I've listened to it several sure. times. And I'm like, me and some friends nerd about it.
0: Yeah, so the 24 album is basically an album with 24 tracks inspired by the 24 hours in a day. So every song is an hour basically well it's not an hour long but it's <laughs> inspired by that hour um, and I think for me I just enjoy different styles of music at different times of day and the kind of thing I would listen to in the evening is different to the songs I'd listen to in the morning and so um, the inspiration for it lyrically was I think it's Psalm 19 which talks about the heavens declare the glory of God and um, how like day unto day and night unto night reveals like his message and the things that he's speaking. And I think there's something beautiful about even just the sky and the way that like creation is like speaking of who God is. Um, even just through like the times of day and different light and things like that. And I guess maybe being a designer and like, I, I wouldn't call myself a photographer, but I enjoy it. And like enough that I'm the kind of person that's like, Oh, I need to take a picture right now because the light looks really cool. <laughs> um, and just I've always appreciated the way, like, the sky and the light just affects the mood of the day and how things look and feel. And so I was trying to, like, musically capture that in a fun way. And then, lyrically, there's only maybe like nine of the songs out of the 24 that have lyrics in. Um, And a lot of it's instrumental. But when it does have lyrics, it's kind of focused around recognizing God's presence in every area of the day and all parts of life. And then um, the rest of it is just trying to musically. Capture those times of day, and I wanted it to kind of flow as one piece as well. So there was a lot of time spent like creating the individual pieces and then writing songs that would like blend those two together and help bridge the gaps. And so um, it was very fun to make, but there was definitely a lot of like shuffling around and thinking like, okay, is this the six pm song or is that seven pm? And you know, <laughs> yeah. a lot of that nudging around. But um, yeah, I'm really
1: happy with it. It's fun. That's cool. That's cool. Now, when you're writing songs, uh, do you have a sense in your mind of like, this one is going to be really popular, a lot of people are going to grab at this one It's going to do really well, or do you just not really <laughs> know until you release it and you just kind of see what happens? Yeah. Um, I
0: feel like the ones I've thought were going to be the popular ones were not and so I'm probably not a mm. good judge of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, definitely with my band, we had songs we were writing and we were like, okay, this one. It's going to be the popular one. And then we had the one that was like, this is going to be our weird song that we enjoy, but we don't know if anyone else is going to like it, which ended up being our most listened to song. So I think from then on, I was like, okay, I think people probably just feel what you're enjoying and what is like genuine to you. And so I've tried to just make what I enjoy from that point and not try and worry about who will like it or not like it. But if it's something I enjoy listening to, then maybe somebody else will.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Your song "Slow Down" was the first song of yours that I ever heard, and mm. I I have one friend specifically that like follows your music, and I don't remember which one of us showed yeah. the other or if we just found it at like the same time, but that song <laughs> specifically, we were both like, "Man, this is so good." Um, so first of all, I just wanted to let you know that like that's oh, I, I, I love it in the production <laughs> process, either with that song or just in general where do you like to start? Do you start with lyrics of a song? Do you start with a melody and you Mm. kind of build a a soft drop or like how do you build a song typically?
0: Yeah, I think melody is usually my starting point. I just love, I think that's the thing I'm most drawn to in a song is just the melody of it. Um, So quite often I'll have a whole, and because I like producing too, I like to just like make tracks and beats. And um, a lot of the time I'll have a full song with the melody but it's just me singing like da da da's, and then I'll like fill that mm-hmm. in with actual lyrics. Um, yeah. But sometimes they kind of come together. So I think Slow Down was one of those um, where I just knew the intro, I knew what chords I wanted to use, and that it would have these like two notes of like da da. And then when I played those, just the word Slow Down seemed to fit. And suddenly I was like, oh, this is a good theme. It feels mm. like that kind of slow beat. And then that theme would be really cool to sing about. And, So kind of the lyrics and melody were coming out together when I was writing that one. Um, And I think kind of the main, I guess the core part of the song was written in kind of one day, and then there was just a few weeks after that of just tweaking the actual sounds and the production style of it. But um, yeah, yeah, some of them kind of come together quickly like that. Some of them are a bit more labored, but (laughs) usually melodies
1: first, I'd say. That's cool. That's cool. Now, a little bit of a deeper question, but I'm curious... Um, have you gone through hardship in your life that has shaped and built you as a musician and like how has that built you mm. into the person that you are now? Because I know a lot of the stuff mm. that you're writing is is pretty intentional from a lyric side of things, right? Like it's how can I take this idea of worship music and, and do some really creative music things with it? And I'm not a, yeah. a super gifted songwriter, but when it comes to especially like worship music, I it's hard for me to do it if it's not coming from a genuine place, right? So there's got to be stories underneath Mm. it, at least I've found.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I think um, I've always tried to bring lyrics that were kind of something I was already feeling or relating to. Um, I've always struggled to write something where it's like just on the spot, even like with co-writing sessions and things like that, where it's kind of, we just sit down, it's like, okay, what are we writing about today? And you kind Mm -hmm. of have to pluck some theme out of the air. But I like to really like, process things a lot whether it's a scripture i'm reading that like means something to me and i'm like working through that and um or like a life thing that's happened yeah um and then i feel like the writing comes from a more real place and so my theme usually is just to like focus on the person of jesus and like sing about who he is and hopefully Mm -hmm. bring other people into that too but um there are times where i've kind of lent more into um I guess the kind of relational side of things and slow down was one of those. So I was pretty much like in a time of burnout, just like really burnt out essentially Um, a lot of anxiety going on. Um, I think we've been doing quite a bit of touring at that point. I just came back like kind of wiped out and exhausted and I'm like, I'm doing good things, but it's like draining me. Um, Yeah. And I feel like I'm trying to like rush ahead at a different pace and not do this in a healthy way and um so yeah it was kind of just it wasn't like a i guess i just sat at the piano it was almost like a like a big sigh of just like let me just try and get out whatever this feeling is and try and explain what's going on um and there's a few other songs like that um that i try and find that balance of like very specifically singing about the situation but then try and bring hope in the middle of it and not like too specific that no one else can relate to <laughs> um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i guess i try and tap into like what's the feeling and the meaning behind that um and how can i kind of communicate that rather than my very specific like situation <laughs>
1: right yeah. that's cool have you done much producing for other people or do you pretty much just do things yourself i've done
0: little bits
1: um it's something i'd like to do more of actually but i have had
0: the chance to make a couple of my friends albums so um I have a friend, two friends called Michael and Becky Ball um, who are some worship leaders from here in Manchester and I produced their album. And then I have a friend called Philip Shibata who I kind of like co-produced his album and did the mixing for it. And yeah, I've done like a couple of individual songs, remixes and stuff like that. But um, I really enjoy it. I like hearing the kind of beginnings of a song or bare bones of something and then like trying to bring the musical Mm -hmm. language to it. But
1: um, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious from a a practical side, I have a couple questions. I'm thinking like you're doing the kind of thing that I think a lot of people would consider like the dream, right? You're living Mm. the dream, Um, (laughs) which comes with its blessings. It comes with its challenges. Like the dream is hardly Mm. ever truly bliss, right? Like there's a lot of things that, (laughs) a lot of work that you got to put into. Um, Uh And for anyone who's listening, that's wanting to be where you are, that is looking Mm -hmm. at that like I've, pretty much I pretty much sit in my room and I make music is like the Mm. thought is like that's all I do that sounds like amazing if I could do that forever (laughs) um practically what are some things you had to go through to get to where you are and Mm. what would you encourage people who are wanting to pursue that
0: yeah um that's a great question I think there are a lot of challenges and sometimes I feel like you you almost can't talk about them (laughs) because it's like (laughs) you don't want to sound like you're complaining and then you have to sit back and be like yeah but I am making music every day. I guess that's right. <laughs> kind of a nice thing to do. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of challenges that I found even transitioning into doing music. Um, I mean, purely on a practical level, like it was financially very difficult to begin with. Um, and I think anything particularly creative, but kind of anything worthwhile takes some level of sacrifice, um, which will either be like time, energy, money, <laughs> sometimes Mm. all of them. (laughs) Um, but there was definitely that period of like finishing, well, coming to the end of my design job and trying to step into music was like, I was probably working just pretty much all the time. Um, and then it wasn't really making much money either. So there was that Mm -hmm. kind of period of just a lot of work for not a lot of return, but I think it needed that period to get to a point where it became sustainable. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes those sacrifices are necessary and another challenge has even been keeping the joy aspect of it. Cause like something that mm. you start just because you enjoy it and just cause it's a really fun outlet suddenly starts feeling like your job and starts feeling like something you just got to do and show up. And yeah. um, you can almost bring in the pressure, this like unspoken pressure on yourself that like, I need this to work now. So I've got to make something that mm. connects with people and, yeah um there's a lot of mindset stuff like you can very easily to get into the whole comparison trap you know looking at what other people are doing should i be doing that you know there's always those milestones of like i've reached here but somebody else is here and i think you never ever get to a point where it's like i have now made it i've got to that point that i'm happy with Mm. um but i just had to learn to like settle and be content exactly where i was and stop trying to Strive for something else or compare to some what other people are doing um mm-hmm. and just be happy to like be in my lane and be here at all so um yeah, there's definitely a lot of i guess mental stuff that goes on with it and a lot of those kind of challenges as well as some very practical ones, but it is still great, and you know being able to create something that's meaningful and has a meaningful connection with other people is just a beautiful thing, and um I am very grateful for it despite its challenges. <laughs>
1: yeah was when you started releasing music and you found that people that you didn't know were like Mm -hmm. really digging what you were we were putting out or felt like hey i'm feeling this personal connection to what you're doing like and you feel like you're having this impact on people that you don't even know how did Mm. that hit you did that did that hit you any in any kind of like strange way
0: yeah um i definitely remember the first email that i got from I think it was somebody in Chile. And I was just like, "Oh, really? how have they heard my songs? <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, I guess it was kind of nice in a sense of I was making this stuff not knowing if anyone would like it. Um, and even when your friends are kind of listening to it and saying nice things, you don't know if they're just being encouraging. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. But I feel like once it reaches strangers, you're like, okay, maybe someone does like this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, that was encouraging. But then also... I guess there's the temptation then to fall into like trying to make stuff that people like um, Mm. rather than just sticking with like what was original about what you were doing in the first place. So um, I always appreciate it. I love seeing the comments from people and the times where I'm like questioning what I'm doing, just like reading some of that can be very encouraging to be like, oh yeah, this is reaching people. It's making a difference. Um, Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm always trying to not make that the sole reason that I, make music.
1: <laughs> right. Um, do you get much... And then you get like, the haters as well, so... <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah, do you get much, like, hate or, like, just critical people and mm-hmm. how do you handle that?
0: Yeah. Um, I've had some really... I actually find them quite funny when they're, like, over-the-top <laughs> haters. Like, I've had yeah. full-on, like, six-paragraph emails sent to me just, like, destroying everything that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I always picture people just, like, being really wound up and, like, typing and I'm, like... It just makes me laugh. I don't know. Um, But there's definitely... Some of it's just kind of strange. It's just like, you'll try a different genre and they'll just be like, oh, this isn't good anymore because you've used auto-tune now and I'm out. (laughs) Or like, just little stylistic choices that people get really angry about for some reason. Um, And then there's even like lyrical stuff where people are like, I don't agree with that lyric. Can you explain that? And I'm trying to like defend it in emails and stuff, but um i feel like it's the same thing on opposite ends in that sense of like you don't want the reason you do what you do to be because of nice things people say or bad things people say <laughs> like yeah um all of that's going to come and i think just knowing there are people out there that enjoy it and you know you're creating something that's honest to you and um it's not going to be for everyone which is fine but yeah and especially since i've been doing i've made a few more like comedy videos recently like kind of meme things online Um, i've seen some
1: of those yeah right
0: (laughs) some of them weren't quite viral which then brought a whole different batch of people in um who were like not used to my music and there was one where i like it went viral on twitter and underneath i wrote a thing of like if you want to hear my songs i've got some here you can check those out and somebody was just like yeah no thanks (laughs) i was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) that's funny People on the internet, that's what they like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you, when you're making music, how much of a perfectionist are you? Like, is it hard for you to finish it, something and say, this is done?
0: <laughs> mm. I, yeah. I think I used to be more perfectionist and now I'm less. Um, and what's funny is the music was probably worse when I was more perfectionist. But <laughs> I think... <laughs> yeah, right? I used to be... I think I used to feel like I had to control everything and, like, oversee all the parts, but I just wasn't very good at producing at that point. And so I was, like, trying to do everything myself but wasn't recognising people's input to help make it better. Um, Whereas now, like I mentioned with, like, the production and mixing kind of stuff, like, I almost don't want to release any songs unless someone else has had some input on it. Um, Mm. And I'm more, like... I guess perfectionist on the core stuff of like, I want the lyrics to be really good. I want the melody to be really good. Um, and then when it gets down to the detail of like, how loud should we have the hi-hat? I'm just like, as long as it sounds decent, I'm happy. Like, let's just put it out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that makes sense. Because you can tweak stuff forever and just never release anything. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. How long on average does it take you uh, to take a song from concept to finished song? mm Um,
0: it can be anywhere from like a couple of weeks to a couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there was one song that did take me like two years to write because I just kept tweaking different parts. Um, and sometimes it's just production changes. Like there's one song that I have, um, that's just coming out. It's called Be Like You. And it's, I had my friend Dala Balthazar who did like backing vocals on it and i just went back to the messages to find like where we first started working on that song and i think it was um maybe august last year so it's like i guess almost coming up to a year since we did that um mm. and it was all recorded then we had all the vocals and everything down and just those like 8 months have been just like changing the drum sounds adding different like melodic parts and <laughs> mixing stuff yeah. but yeah that part can be really sometimes I just get bored of it and I'm like, I want to change it now and hear something new. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what, as you're, as you're sitting down coming up with melodies and hooks, do you use a lot of, uh, creative means like, Oh, I sampled my keys for this little part. Or have you ever done some like strange experimental (laughs) stuff like that in your music?
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think which ones I've done. Um, I like to put little Easter egg kind of things in. Um, Mm -hmm. So like the first song on 24, um, it's called The Morning Comes and I want it to Mm -hmm. to be like the wake up song. So the song is set to 120 BPM. So it's like double the speed of a ticking clock at 60 Mm -hmm. beats per minute. Um, So one of the percussion sounds in there is just like a clock ticking because it's like the start of the day opening that concept. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it kind of cuts into like radio sounds because I was imagining like commuting on the radio. So I was literally driving at that time in the morning and just had my little like this zoom recorder and I was sticking it next to my car radio and just like searching through all the frequency signals. And that sound is like in that song. Cause it came from that time. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a train sound from Japan that like every station that uh, in Tokyo, has its own jingle it's got like this musical jingle that's kind of fun um so i think it's at the end of that song 8 a.m uh it goes from like the synth part that i'm playing and like gradually fades into this little jingle from a train station in tokyo (laughs) so like i kind of like just sprinkling in those little sounds and samples um especially with the more conceptual tracks so
1: yeah 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 that's that's awesome i live for that stuff I love trying like random <laughs> like I'm trying to think one of the most ridiculous things that I've done um I don't know I'm constantly like instead of hey let me look through my sample library for a nice snare I'm like what do I have around here I can mm. hit <laughs> that's, right <laughs> that's just much more of how my brain works I love love trying that stuff Yeah um feels more so you as well. Yeah right um uh, so you are working on an album currently right Mm -hmm. What can you and would you like to talk about in that without (laughs) spilling all the details?
0: (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah. So the album is called Future Forever. I'm actually (laughs) wearing the sweatshirt right now. That wasn't planned. Nice. Uh, Nice. Well done. (laughs) It worked out well. Um, It's a very kind of forward looking album. um, That's a lot about the hope of like the resurrection and the return of Jesus and a lot of stuff from like the book of revelation um which is often a very intense theme but then i'm writing these like kind of indie pop quite happy <laughs> sounding songs yeah um i guess because i want to try and capture that feeling of like it it is a kind of intense thing but it's also a very hopeful thing of like knowing that there's good news and like knowing that end of the story and so mm-hmm. um that's the kind of overall theme lyrically and then this time, I'm doing a different approach where I'm releasing songs as I'm making them rather than finishing the whole album and then putting singles out, which mm. has meant um, there's five songs out so far, and I'm still writing the rest of the album, <laughs> which is quite a strange feeling, but yeah, uh, I'm just hoping it will sound like an album when I get to the end. I'm trying to write all of those <laughs> glue pieces now that like I'm putting the songs in different orders on my like iTunes playlist and it like, still doesn't yep. sound like an album yet, so... I need something yeah. in between here and <laughs> trying to fill those gaps. But I'm hoping by summer it'll be done. Um might be late summer, but we'll see how that goes.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It kinda feels nice to to try to not take too much time on a project. I'm kind of doing that right now. I'm working on mm. just a personal project, just some songs for fun. I don't really expect it to go very far. Yeah. Um it's just fun, you know. But uh but with that <laughs> Um, I, it's like, I don't want to take as much time. I don't want to take much time on it. And I have some songs written and others. Mm. I'm like, I don't actually, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. There's something nice about that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I actually want to try and release like the probably not folder that I've got on Dropbox of all these like random songs. I was like, I was going to say that you should upload them
1: all. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Just be like, I mean, just call it probably not, you know, yeah. (laughs) And all the files can be like
0: random song.mp3, however they're called, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> or it's like untitled song one, or the second, you know, the next one's like, yeah. maybe I'll do something with this, <laughs> and then the next one's like, I don't really know,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, uh, people would love that. I'd love that. The looks. I'd listen to it,
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny.
1: <laughs> so, uh, a lot of I've seen that technically from strict definitions you've only released one album like a lot of the projects you've done have been like technically eps or like smaller projects mm-hmm. um is there a reason yeah, for yeah. that or is that just kind of how things have built out um i suppose it was it's kind of just how things have gone
0: so like i was doing stuff with my band uh called rivers and robots so we had i think that was six albums we did um And we were very much doing, like, album albums there. And then for my solo stuff, I was kind of... It was more just, like, in free time um, when we weren't doing band stuff to begin with. So it was a lot of just... I mean, the first EP I ever put out was kind of like the Probably Not folder. It was just, like, songs that I had left over from an album um, that I thought I'd just put them under a different name. And then I think it's always been an outlet, my solo stuff, for, like, the more experimental. So, um... Things like the Seasons Project was just a chance to like try a bunch of different genres. Um, 24 obviously was very conceptual. And then um, sometimes I just have singles and I'll just kind of throw those out and little collabs. But this is kind of, I've been doing solo stuff for six years, but it feels like this is the first like actual album. (laughs) Um, Mm. That's just going to be like a normal album and not really concept heavy. So Yeah. yeah, it's like a, debut
1: album six years into making music (laughs) yeah that's cool fun do you have any questions for me we really didn't talk much before we just started recording the podcast (laughs) that's true um it'd be cool to hear more about like you're in a studio right
0: yeah what's kind of yep what's happening yeah so
1: so i started a recording studio back uh september 1st of 2020 so basically the world was not having a good time. And I was like, let's sign a lease on a building and start a business. That seems like a good idea. And, uh, so that's what we did. (laughs) Um, but you know, when God tells you to do something, it may not make a lot of sense, but it, it, uh, you should do it. So that has been Mm -hmm. the best definition of the last several years of my life. Uh, Um, even hiring Lucas, who you met earlier and, um, Ben, who you've not met, but had, (laughs) has helped with the video stuff here. Um, you know, being able to, to hire people but be in the second year of a business or, you know, it, just a lot of things where it's like, I don't think I'm qualified to, to do this, but he continues to mm-hmm. provide. And so, so it's been cool. Uh, the plan eventually for Caffeinated Records is to open up a coffee shop and uh, have the recording studio in the back visible from the cafe. So it's kind of like one whole thing. Ah, cool. Um, yeah. So that's, nice. that's the goal. And that's what we're getting towards. Uh, might be a couple of years before we get there because yeah. that's a pretty hefty business plan. But, you know. <laughs> that's
0: cool, though. I was wondering
1: where the caffeinated name came from. I don't
0: know if it was just that's fueled right. by lots of coffee. <laughs> yeah.
1: Originally, it was just because when I first learned how to produce music, it was I was working a fast food job and I would come home mm-hmm. and start recording and learning how to make music at like 11 p.m., <laughs> Do it till like four in the morning and yep. repeat the process. And so it was kind of at first right. paying homage to the number of late nights that I spent learning how to make music. And now it's like, oh, this actually makes uh-huh. sense now as like a holistic business idea. So <laughs> that's kind of the the stuff that's cool. Um, so awesome. thank you for thank you for your time. Uh, this has been great. Was and there based any- in
0: Chicago? Is it?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, thank you for taking the time to come on here and and uh share a little bit is there any final things you'd like to talk about before we uh go
0: um i think i'm good i think we covered stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we did me, and, uh, i appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> yeah i appreciate all the things that you said i think it's really it's cool hearing your story and some of your heart behind writing music some of the challenges that got you here Ooh, i did have one question and it's actually mm. perfect um as you're talking about your album because i was gonna ask about the future uh, mm. do you have kind of plans and dreams? If I could take this somewhere, I'd go here, or this is my plan, mm. I want to go here. Uh, what's your kind of thoughts about the future?
0: Yeah. I I feel like I'm uh, kind of reassessing lots of plans right now because <laughs> um, I've always tried to balance like where this music even fits and like, is it... I've always felt somewhere in between where it was almost too like weird and out there to play on a Sunday morning, but Mm -hmm. too worshipful to play at like a club venue. So (laughs) I was like, where do I play these songs? Um, Yeah. And even landed somewhere between like, is this like Christian music that people hear in their car or is it like something to actually join in worship to? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think I'm coming around more to like the idea that it is worship, but it's creative. Um, Mm. And like, I'm trying to figure out what that looks like live now of like, can I do something that feels more like leading worship than it does performing like a concert Yeah, but is still like musically really interesting <laughs> um, yeah and I'm still trying to figure out what that is and how that would work um, but I'll probably just like test the waters a little bit in the UK and then um, maybe look at traveling doing some more stuff outside but yeah I'm constantly reworking
1: what the live side of what I do looks like so <laughs> We'll, uh, yeah, we'll see what,
0: what happens after the album. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, well, and I think that your your desire to to recognize this is worship music, and it doesn't seem like you have the desire to be like a, a big famous <laughs> like music star. It feels like no. it's like, hey, I love music and I love the Lord, and I I want to make music that honors Him, and I want to, you know, I want to do the things that I'm passionate about and creative and mm-hmm. can do, and I want to do that for Him. I think that's really cool and really honorable, and so I think that I think you're going to figure out how that looks, and I think uh, I think it's going to be really good. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, I'm just too much of yeah. a geek to perform. Really, I like being behind a computer <laughs> or a keyboard. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
0: my happy place. Well,
1: good luck to you. I hope it all goes well. And I mean, hey, right. if you figure out how that looks, I'll I'll bring you to my church. Be like, hey, we're going to have this worship event. Yeah, that's super dope. That'd be awesome. And be sure to swing through when we got the coffee shop. I will, definitely. This has been For the Record. Our host was Jeremiah Shoemaker, co host Lucas Hibden, and our video director, as always, is Ben Crowder. For more information on all things Caffeinated Records, make sure you go to caffeinatedrecords.com. For more information on the guest, make sure you go to caffeinatedrecords.com forward slash For the Record to look at the show notes.